0: Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed
1: so, so to take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me.
2: Yeah. Why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value payment given, values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. How run, homie? Look what
3: I become. I'm the, I'm
2: the one. I think you should talk about it again. today's podcast sponsor. I Tom's know. outfit from Tom. Brooklyn Brothers. <laughs> Tom just played nine holes and walked in here like, let's go. (laughs) Boom. If there's anybody who played nine holes before coming in today, it's Adam. He's been up since (laughs) 4 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Early morning <laughs> golf, yeah. Orlando. Glowing. Right. And yeah. he's glowing. glowing. Anyway. I can legitimately say this is the and first time in my life that 4 o'clock in
0: the morning was the time that I woke up not going to well, bed. Well, we're proud of you. We yeah. just want to say publicly we're
1: proud of you. Nine holes the, before noon. And, and, an and what wow. I'm even
2: more proud of <laughs> is the drive what were from Orlando to here. Mm-hmm. How fast were you going? What's the fastest you went? Honestly. Oh, I, I hit 100 a couple times. No, you times. didn't. I swear. No, you didn't. Which is a big deal Were you deal shaking? For me. Were you like, I'm doing this I was crying halfway. No. But
0: we're alluding to the fact that Pat... I'm not a big speed guy. Can I tell the car? Oh my god, this what, guy! He's buddy. Which, what, which he one,
2: the Bentley Pat, or everything? Okay, Pat, oh, there's you, multiple stories. One thing Wait, that I, I know this was about your Uber drivers.
0: Yeah, right. One thing I know about Pat, difference in him and I. Pat, <laughs> very influenced by the original Top Gun. He has a need <laughs> for speed. <laughs> something straight about up. Patches. We're in a Bentley in L.A. We hit 150. He goes, "Let's try it one more time." 160 in a Bentley in L.A. on the. 405? What was that? He was
2: making this shit up. We were going yeah. 65 miles yeah. an hour. I'm yeah. making this up. 10 to... Who the hell can go 165 yeah. then, on the 405 freeway One sixty five. 165. 165. 165. Oh, you you yeah.
0: saw how Pat subtly corrected me. Yeah. 165, by the way. 160, you're correct. Yeah, and then, know. you know, the Porsche you just bought. Yeah, it's sick. I made a video Oh, uh, it. We, like, we, it was we, mine. We, we hit, like, mock 10. <gasps> Maral calls eight. me.
2: She says, congratulations yeah. on the cross. I, said, I haven't posted a picture. She says, no, Vinny made a video about it. <laughs> I like, in a deal with fast. your car. There well, we yo, go. Pat, is it cuz I do, he's past half a Syrian, half
3: Armenian like everybody knows. <laughs> Armenians <laughs> in Glendale drive like they're all late for something. They all BMWs, and it just, boom. Where are they going? Nowhere. <laughs> mother's it's
1: got to be Either easy. Late for something or it's the old, old adage, drive it like you stole it. Yeah. It's, it's ca-
2: as if everyone in Glendale, you know, it's easy place to be a cop in Glendale. 100%. It's just stand somewhere. Don't even work. Sit and just give tickets to <laughs> Someone's going to be speeding. Yeah. So the, I guess the question is, is this in your blood? Like half to speed, have you you ever seen my dad drive? Listen, my dad got his driver got his driver's license in the US, not Iran, in eighty four. From eighty four till today, he's not once gotten a ticket. One time cop pulled him over. I don't know for what reason, he got upset at the cop. He says, How dare you pull me over? Go look at my record. I follow the law. Is what I do. <laughs> the cop felt so bad he let my dad go. Wow, my dad wow. is a yes. Yeah, so is,
0: what does that have to do with the fact that you go 165 on the regular? The well, I have to balance it out. I got to balance that. I got to balance it out in the. It skips a generation, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So listen, we
2: we got we got a lot of things to go through. We got some. Uh, did you guys see Dana White's response to uh, when people say you need to take some time away to think about what you did? I, I didn't. Have you seen that? Have no. you guys seen that at all? Okay, first of all, we'll we'll, we'll cover. Cover that,
1: and they put uh, noted marriage counselor Vince back on the board.
2: Yeah, they did <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon back yeah, on yeah, the board. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's about to sell, sell it to Saudi Arabia. There's some rumors about there it. There you go. Mm. As if, as if Harry needs any more help selling his book. We'll uh. talk about his book. <laughs> And something's to do with frostbite penis. What is it? What, what? Fro- has He got frostbite. on What was that? What was that? Frostbitten
1: penis. Frostnip on his trudger. On his tr- <laughs> trudger. <laughs> right. We have saying it. That's
3: and what then. it said. And, 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 and appa- apparently he said in the Todger. book that he was, they had him uh, they, so he could give spare parts and organs. His older brother. That's, that's, that's in the book. what he said in the book.
2: He said that in the book. Why would anybody write that in he the book? I mean, you gotta know he you're said just it, trying to. He s- printed it. All right, will talk about it. We'll help yeah. him sell another hundred thousand copies. Frozen solids think it just shatter. Yeah. Uh, and then and then a few other things. By the way, did you guys see YouTube's uh, new uh, profanity policy? Have uh, you seen the new YouTube profanity? Shit, no. Profan, pro, <laughs> profanity policy. We'll no. talk about that as okay. well. And then we got some things to talk about with uh, obviously nothing to see the Biden documents. It's not a big deal, but nothing we'll cover literally nothing to see there either. Yeah, we'll cover that. We'll cover what World Bank cuts 2023 global growth projections are uh, with inflation. Jerome Powell confronts his peers and says, listen, guys, we got to focus on the economy, not climate change. He, we'll talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom's got some commentary on Microsoft first puts a billion dollars in chat GBT. Now they're thinking about putting another 10 billion <clears throat> laid off workers are flooded with fake job offers. That's a Wall Street Journal article. Stick around for that one. Identity. Th- TikTok CEO plans to meet European Union regulators. U.S. flight disruptions mount after FAA grounding order ends. It's just another reflection of what a great job Pete Buttigieg is doing. Like, you know, that's, that's one of those things he's got to be proud of with his job. NBA, NBA, NBC execs regret giving Jimmy Fallon 80000000 million. We'll talk mm. about that. We've got a few maybe Tate conversations we'll have. Bill Cosby wants to go on the tour. I'm concerned if he does go on the tour. We'll cover that as well. And then Jamil Hill blasts ex-colleague Stephen A. Smith for taking it easy on Dana White. And maybe a few other stories. But, Tom, let's get right into the Jimmy Fallon story. Sounds like you got some stuff you want to talk about there. If you want to go to page nine on what's going on with Jimmy Fallon. By the way, do you like Jimmy Fallon? Between him and Kimmel, do you like Fallon?
0: I I love – Fallon is very likable.
2: Okay.
3: Two things, Pat. One, 100% Fallon. They're all – obviously, they all – they're all politically biased, and they all do their one like all. Remember mm-hmm. all the videos of yeah. Get the all that Especially all that stuff. Especially Kimmel though. Kim, Kimmel. Fallon just me,
2: did one this week.
3: Kimmel is the uh, Kimmel, the most hypocritical thing about it. He's the biggest chit talker. Trump to everybody, everybody. Man show. He 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 did blackface. He did Shaq. All the biggest. Smile, he did Carmelo. He did Carmelo. My bad. He didn't do Shaq. Yeah. But uh, just, un, it's, just not, it's just not funny anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. not funny.
2: The hypocrisy is not funny. It's not funny. when he did Carmelo. Some would say that was funny, but the, yeah, the, a, the act of you know, as if you walk on water—that's my problem. That's the part that yeah. you lose credibility. Get out of here, bro.
0: If we're okay. talking about yeah. comedy and late night comedians and Fallon and Kimmel and and and, and these guys, Seth Myers, Meyers, I'm missing one, Colbert. Yeah. The 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 whole premise with comedy is being able to have misdirection. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. That came out of nowhere. That's yeah. hilarious. Like the joke he did. Like the joke he came showed Came out of freaking yeah. nowhere. Yeah. But when you know where the joke starts and where it ends. So Donald Trump's house has got married. Like, you know where it's ending. Yeah. So you're just like, and as to a current comedian, former comedian, it's like, if I'm looking at, I don't really watch a lot of late night, yeah. but if I do, and I just kind of want to have some general entertainment and you already know where the joke is headed. Exactly. it's like Exactly. Do but
2: by the way, we do have to. Sh- so this morning we have a tragic story that, like, we're trying to have a good time. All of a sudden, some guy comes in, getting, giving us an article, emotional article. We're we're all laughing here until this guy brings this story. It's a kid that's in court. You got thought this <laughs> one here, crazy yeah. kid is in court. He's uh, uh you know, he's been living Parents with his mom. Cust- Parents are getting Parents are getting a divorce, battle. a custody battle. Do you want to go with mom or dad? And they beat him. They, they says no, I don't want to go with my mom or my dad. Very t- ter- terrible situation. They both beat him. <laughs> then the aunt is sitting there. Do you want to go with the aunt? Nope. He says, no, she beats me twice as much. Oh, my yep. God. This thing gets, wow. I mean, the, the judge exactly. at this point is confused. The, the grandparents
3: beat everybody beat Everybody
2: him. says, so they finally, they're so confused. They said, where should we give this kid's custody battles to? He chose the Cow- Dallas Cowboys because they don't beat anybody. <laughs> 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 okay,
1: yeah. Oh, that there
2: was hilarious. i okay, okay, so, yeah. so let's go into. But do you, let's go. By the way,
0: just we're we're on this topic. Yeah. Do you watch any of these late night shows? Because Greg Gutfeld's I've n- very basic I've Fox News n- is like the number one. Well, on let, the let show. me let me first read this story,
2: yeah. and we'll have okay. we'll have the section. So NBC exec uh, regret paying Jimmy Fallon 80 million contract extension. As Fox News' Greg Gutfeld beats Tonight Show in ratings, the Tonight Show host Jimmy Fallon is reportedly losing the rating war to Fox News' rival Greg Gutfeld. The show is currently drawing in less than one and a half, 1.3 million viewers compared to Gutfeld's 2.5 million. Damn! And wow, even less than Stephen Colbert's late late show on CBS, Fallon signed an eighty million out of five-year extension with NBC nearly 19 million months ago, but has attracted 30 million subscribers to his YouTube channel, and uh, but this does not drive up ad rates for the regular show. There have been uh, there had already been shakeups in the production staff, and Fallon's contract may not protect him from further changes. NBC may consider buying out Fallon's contract and replacing him with a host who can bring in more viewers.
1: Pat. Tom, i oh, will sorry. Well, this I thought I found this really interesting today because I, I I saw Fallon and then I saw like three other articles on big payouts going to NFL coaches getting fired and this guy Matt Rule of Carolina Panthers he had gotten a, a four year extension for forty million dollars so what happens is at the peak you know NBC or the NFL or another sports league they give these guys big extensions and you, and then. They don't play out. So suddenly Jimmy Fallon basically goes one and eight to start the year. He's not driving his ad rates up. His YouTube channel isn't helping the Tonight Show because was saying, like, wow, he's on social media. He's got this and this, and it's helping us. And so there's a real little mini case study here. But the NFL has it right. I looked up into NFL contracts. This is very interesting. And it doesn't sound like NBC did this with Fallon. Um, we were talking about uh, – Non-compete yesterday, Yep. right? Well, in the NFL, when you get fired, it's called please compete. And let me explain what that means. Mm. Please compete with me. In the NFL, Matt Rule, under the terms of his agreement, which is with the team, but there's also a um, a jurisdictional element with the NFL, Matt Rule is going to get that $40 million. But from who? In the NFL, what they put in contracts, if you're under the age of 60, what's called the mitigation clause, you have to go out and find another job. You have to. And the NFL has got a whole team of lawyers and investigators that follow you around, and they're actually making phone calls for you, getting you hooked up with colleges or other teams. You want to know why? Let's say, Pat, you're the owner of the Carolina Panthers. You're on the hook, per the contract, for $40 million from that rule because you're firing him after a one and 4 start and he lost the locker room. Get out. So it's one of the rare firings in the middle of the season. Well, you're on the hook for 40, unless maybe he goes back to Baylor and gets a five year, $20 million contract. That gets deducted from the 40. You don't have to pay 20. So you don't owe him 20. Exactly right. And so this happens all over the place in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury. Arizona Cardinals, people really, oh, he had a $20 million extension. They owe him 20 unless Cliff gets another job. But at Tom, prospect. let's
2: stay on this topic here. So it's interesting you're saying this. So in other words, if I, uh, uh, you mean to tell me if somebody right now called NBC and said, hey, we're, we're, if CNN called NBC, they don't have the money to, but if CNN called NBC and said, hey, we'll take that contract away from you, just ship them to us. You mean to tell me they can't take that money away from uh, NBC and pay that tr- pay that to him?
1: Typically, we don't know what the fine print of Jimmy Fallon's contract says, but typically yeah. in media, they pay the money to keep Fallon on his couch just in case they wouldn't want him to go to CNN and maybe blow up and be the old Jimmy Fallon competing with them. Wow. They don't want that. So they'd rather pay him the money. He sits on his couch, figures out what projects he's going to do, what's he's going to invest in. He probably becomes a producer, executive producer, starts putting money into things that he wants to do. But the NFL's got it figured out. Instead of non-compete, it's please compete. Go get another
2: job tomorrow. What a, what a great uh, concept for NFL. I mean, I understand what that means. Go take the money elsewhere. You know, Go make the money elsewhere. But for Greg Gutfeld, so so – NBC is free cable, isn't it? It's free TV. Anybody has access to it. Sure, sure. Anything you buy. It's Fox not. News free cable. It's not. You have yeah. to pay for it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for cable to watch Greg Gutfeld. So let me get this straight. The one with the free audience is losing the one that has, you have to pay to watch it? 100%. By 2X. That By the way, yeah. that yeah. is absolutely embarrassing yeah. to think about. And, and Greg Gutfeld's most successful
1: out? producer, the most successful producer right now in all of the universe of cable and television, is Greg Gutfeld. He created the Five. He owns a big chunk of that show. He's the most successful and the biggest viewership. He's king right now.
2: And, and Pat, uh, going off of what Adam said too, uh, Pat, you know why? People, check to see what check to, check to see what the uh, Camel uh, is getting. Camel K- is getting to see if he's beating both of them come on. And Pat, continue. when, when I just, people I have say and when
3: people you, say why, you know why Pat uh, Gutfeld is so is, uh, is out there, Tom? When you watch him sh- on that couch and yeah. That's who he is there, and when he walks into your house and you're partying, he's that same guy. When you watch CNN and shit, you you think like, would you want to be at a party and see any of these anchors from Lemon or whenever Cuomo's in there? They're mm. they have an agenda, bro. People like real shit. You know why Tucker's up there? Because Tucker's the same off as he is on CNN and all these networks, bro. They're not. And that's why these guys are killing it, and they're baffled why CNN and all these uh, left wing political people are going down, bro. Look at this,
2: Adam.
0: Yeah, well, I I just let's let's just kind of go back a second okay just think about where we're at in america right now this is actually here we go here we are guys yeah. kumbaya not too long ago <laughs> yeah. 40 years ago 40 years ago the beginning of our lifetime there was one king of late night his name was johnny carson best if here's you made it, johnny yeah. And that it was like the Walter Cronkite for news in the sixties, what have you. Johnny Carson in the seventies, eighties, there was like if you made it onto Carson as a comedian it. as a performer, that's it. Done. You're Career. now famous. I remember Career.
1: comedians would do their Four minute bit, yeah. and if they got invited to the couch, you made. yeah, that it was, was a a like you deal. were a made. I mean, man. Tom, yeah. when
0: you made it to the couch that one time in yeah. 1976 yeah. when you started off in comedy, it yeah. was like the groundbreaking. That was the biz That's doc started did. right it was, there. That's how you made it born. here. That's thank God the biz docs here today, fired up. But now <laughs> we're at, we're at, we're at, we're at a point in America now where it, there's so much competition. Every single one of these. Then it went from 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 Carson and went Lederman, to Leno and Letterman. Lederman. Lederman. It was that now, now was two guys, right? You have Colbert, Fallon, Kimmel, Seth Myers. Coco. And yep. uh, who's Coco? Co- Conan O'Brien. Oh, Co- Conan O'Brien was the best. I mean, he's the best. He was the best. Yeah. Yeah, of all of that guy. He
1: got What do you got? But the now CBS it's, contract. It's right. so
0: saturated, and they're all kind of like cannibalizing each other, each of these shows. Like, if you add up their numbers, Colbert's at 2.1 million. Uh, Fallon's at 1.3. Kimmel's at a uh, little over a million. So you're talking four and a half collective on the big three. Gutfield right? is
2: beating Kimmel. And yes. Balance combined. Gutfield
0: is at two point three million. So uh, this is what I'm. This is like
1: the five is the
2: number one. Talking, show on hey, Tom.
0: Cable. Thanks, buddy. We'll get right back to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> can I make my point? Yeah, make it. <laughs> <laughs> like the <laughs> Siskel and Ebert over here. But here's the deal. Gutfeld, I watched it last night. Ironically. He's not a comedian. No. He's not funny. No. He's not even that entertaining. He is himself. Exactly. Okay? He's not a stand-up comedian. Not at all. He's entertaining. He's got opinions. That's great. But when you have three, this is kind of what I was saying before, when you already know where the joke is going, Mm -hmm. and you have three, Colbert, uh, Kimmel, Fallon, and it just kind of, Fallon at one point was amazing with the roots when it first started. They're doing the music and Mm -hmm. the carpool karaoke. Is James Corden still doing his show, by the way? I haven't seen that.
2: He's trying to get into that restaurant. He's, essentially,
0: this yeah. is where I'm going with this. Um, Gutfeld has Blue Ocean Strategy written all over him. Everyone's going this way. Let's just go this way, and let's just stay true to ourselves. Yep. I'm not shocked that he's the number one king of late night, but... It's not because he's super, super amazingly talented and hilarious and has awesome stuff. No, it's yeah. just that it's the same old shit over here on the left. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's just going a different direction. And you know what and it got really worried, Pat?
3: I, I said it too I've said this before. COVID killed comedy for all those people. Cause as soon as you start dancing oh. and going, hey, jab yourself with the bye. I'm done. Yeah, but I'm it, done. Was, I'm it, done. was done. it
1: COVID or was it Trump? Because it was Trump
3: Trump started it. 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 Yo, know, you're 100 percent But COVID it killed funny. it. Because when they did when they had needles on whatever, like, jab yourself. Uh, what the... F- what was that? That was Colbert. That, was that made me go, yeah. bye. Yeah, 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 Look yeah. at this shit. Look, like, yeah, put a needle in that's your just, arm. That's yeah. just propaganda.
0: But that's propaganda. what I'm saying. That's where you know it was going. Thank you. Do you, do you remember when... um uh, John Stewart went on Colbert and they talked about China, oh the God. Wuhan lab. How uncomfortable how was he? How uncomfortable was Colbert? Do you remember that? Oh, John my. Stewart's like John Stewart, who is as liberal yes. and yep. as a bastion of liberal ideas yeah. as it gets. Bill Maher, yep. John Stewart, and he's like, so how about that lab leak? Yeah, Colbert's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it came, definitely yeah. came from a bat. Oh my was like, god, bat! What bat? Yeah. Do you know? And was that John it was Stewart. The Wuhan, like it was John
1: Stewart with the like the unkept beard and the longer hair. Yeah. Correct. And That's it's what... like John Stewart's been in the tool shed behind his house for two years. Yeah, that was it. Just look at him go. Look, 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 look at
0: the body language. He look how
3: they're far going back. to
1: kill us
0: all. It just and they're best friends by the way. Hundred percent. So yeah. it just it's I don't know. It it's. It's, Look that it, was uh, you,
2: you guys said a lot. you made a very good point, going back, uh, only one option. Now there's a lot of options. The numbers you gave, gut filled beating Kemmel and Fallon at mm-hmm. the same time. I do have a recommendation <laughs> for NBC. There's a guy. You can get for pro- I can negotiate a good price for you guys. His name is Marcelo Hernandez. Yeah, yes. he's on SNL. He, I guarantee boy. you, keep your eyes on him. One of those two is going to lose him. Either NBC is going to pick him up, or the other guy is going to pick him up. That guy's going. Well, I would places. watch that show. I, I would watch that, that show I all love day long. That's where you're going. With <clears throat> no, I like that guy a lot. He's a talent. You, you know what it is? Here, here's one of the biggest uh, uh, things to uh, 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 that that happens to everybody. You have to be aware of. You have to be aware of. So you go into the NBA first time. You go into the NBA, you play against the great ones, and you say, oh, my God, I'm on the same floor with freaking Kobe, Jordan. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I have to guard Jordan tonight. Imagine you oh just got God. to the NBA. You're Ruben <laughs> Patterson. You're guarding Michael Jordan. You're Byron <laughs> <clears throat> Russell, Brian Russell, and you're guarding Michael Jordan. You're or you're, Dominique's, world, and, uh, Dominique's brother, uh, Gerald Wilkins, the Jordan stopper. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, New York. And, oh, you, you're going to – so, man. So, for what? How was your day today, dude? I can't even believe, dog. Yeah. You know, when yeah. he was doing the turn, he made that one shot. I didn't even know how to block it. I tried. I got close, but this guy's. There's a reason why they come, and you're having this conversation. It's a childlike conversation, right? So. You know, you're a comedian. You get your first shot, like Marcelo called the other day, Zoom. You won't believe this. I'm this. And then he picks me up. Chappelle Chappelle calls this. And then we drive up. And then in front of this. And I cannot believe it. Mm -hmm. And I'm at Madison Square Garden. I'm like, I'm watching this guy. He could have gone 30 more minutes. I would have listened to him. Mm -hmm. Because I'm watching a kid's dream become a reality. It's a beautiful moment to witness, man, when it becomes a reality, right? It's when you win in business. It's when you, you know, in, in so many different ways, when you become a parent the first time and you're emotional and all the, and then comes 10 years later, and then you become arrogant, ungrateful, you lose perspective, and then you're no longer that likable. Now your interview is like, yeah, we lost in the playoffs, so what? I'm still making $18 a year. I'm going to go to my beautiful house. I'm going to go do this LeBron. Yeah, that's annoying. You know, hey, you know, you better do this or else I don't care if I lose half my Republican voters. I don't give a shit. Your name is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that's annoying. It's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, when we come home at night at that time, I haven't watched this since Jay Leno. I I went on Leno uh, 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 as a 14-year-old kid just to watch the guy in Burbank. Burbank, yeah. We snuck in just to see this guy perform. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyways, you watched him. Yeah, freaking fun. He took shots at everybody. Okay? You watch Conan. He's fun to just listen to, right? These guys became propaganda type of guys. They lost it. But they also mm-hmm. became arrogant. Yep. yep. They also became know-it-alls. They also forgot how awesome it was where a Jimmy... Fallon, if you go watch Jimmy Fallon's, uh, what do you audition, call it? SNL audition, SNL audition. I think you told me about You'd be it. you blown out of your mind. I mean, you watch this guy. You're like, Talented. man, you want to see this guy win, yep. right? Talent. So sometimes somebody, I was talking to a guy yesterday who's in, in, in deep trouble, and no, it's not Andrew Tate, yeah. uh, although he's also in trouble, but I was talking to this other guy, and I was saying to him, that guy's going in this trail of the Fallon Kimmel trail where you're becoming annoying. And you're becoming too arrogant. I'm like, who's who's he talking to that can kind of give him a different perspective? Because sometimes when you're in the Kimmel position or a Fallon position, you're in a web and, and you're stuck. And you no one's telling you what you need to hear mm-hmm. to pivot to one direction. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Everybody around you is just telling the same, 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 same. So you just keep going, and all of a sudden you become this arrogant guy that we have to fire and replace you with somebody else that's a little bit more excited to be there, that can stay childlike. This is why the people who win long-term stay childlike the longest. Elon Musk is still childlike. Whoever stays childlike, not childish, childlike the longest, wins. This morning, you know, we're sitting here saying what you're saying about Tom. You know what feeling I got from Tom this morning? Childlike. I got this going on, I got that going on, I got this going on, I got that going I got this going on, I got that going on. It's like like an excited kid that's got so many things to look forward to, right? Mm -hmm. So being childlike has nothing to do with your age. It has to do with a mindset to stay fresh, especially when your job is to entertain. Mm -hmm. If your job is to make deals, who gives a shit? (laughs) But if your job is to entertain, you best stay childlike. And Gret Gutfield to me yeah. Every time I see him, the guy's childlike. That's why he's do you, beating. Do you watch Gutfeld? Any of you guys? I've seen him. I've seen his clips. I watch him on YouTube. Yeah. I like his monologues. You can tell. You know what I like about his monologues? He'll say a joke and say, "Yeah, that was not a good one. Let me rip yeah. this yeah, one yeah, yeah. out. Well, hey, you know what? That was good. Okay, you guys like that one. It's a very. He has he's got a, got a relationship. So that's
3: and the thing. Pat, he's not he's a comedian.
2: And you know
0: what's
3: different too? He's in front of a live audience. Right? Yeah. There's people yeah, there, yeah. which adds yeah. another yeah. element to it, which
0: I like. I just and, I, I want to know, like, if you're the CBS. Showrunner, the executive. If you're doing NBC, ABC, and at e- it was just circle back 2016, 2017. It's so easy to just start shitting on Trump. It's such a weird time in America. Yeah, of course you are. And they believe me, they would mess with Obama nowhere near Trump. I mean, not even close. At what point does the showrunner or the producer say, "Hey, listen, we have officially lost half our audience. Why don't we be the ones to like"? Bring this back in just a little. Let's beat. Let's say you're you're, because because Fallon doesn't go over the top like Kimmel or Colbert. So I'm just wondering, are they they, they must see these numbers and they must be like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, it's la- Adam, uh, I think it's
3: laziness too, Tom. Not to cut you off. I think it's laziness as 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 a production team. Trump like what? Why talk about anything else? Just trump it up. But I I, I like what you said. I I would want all it took is one of them to go, guys. Let everybody talk about Trump. That's mm. all everybody's talking about. Let's just be creative. Let's go talk about other shit, not just this guy. And Like I, I've said, i said this before, mm-hmm. CNN, the only way – because CNN's losing money left and right. The only way they're going to – And center. And center <laughs> is if – I'm telling you right now, Trump – because the Santas, I don't know if it's going to help them. If Trump wins the, the election – CNN's going to be right back on top because that's all they're going to do. That's all they're going to talk I, about.
0: I think DeSantis is going to hurt everybody's ratings because there's nothing no, that the, funny
3: yeah. about him. He's yeah, just, yeah, you, I I think you, think you Navy SEAL. Get back to the, you Navy got seal? You, you, you good Christian, wholesome
0: man. Let's hear from
3: our comedian, I, I think huh? you...
1: I, I think, you get to, the, get to the core of it. You're asking, is there a showrunner? I think they all live in a bubble. They're living yeah. in a bubble, yeah. which orange man, bad, conservative, slap them, anti-vaxxers, or unpatriotic, and their loons, or mm-hmm. they're fringe, they're right-wing fringe. When you do that, you're, you are ignoring the mass of the audience. And I think there was a day where that was cared about. But I think media in the bubble, I honestly don't think those late night, I think they are... And to a large degree, they're reading talking points. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of propagandist. I remember Letterman's first show on CBS after the deals were done, the big thing. They opened the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York. Letterman does his first show. He's doing his opening monologue. And Letterman had this real nostalgic sense about NBC because NBC gave him a shot. He was almost the uh, successor to Johnny Carson. He ends up on the after Johnny Carson saw it. And it was amazing. He cracks these two jokes. And then his buddy, Tom Brokaw, NBC News guy, cameos, walks into the CBS studio, takes the big cue cards and says, Dave, I'm really disappointed. Those last two jokes were the intellectual property of NBC. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking them down the street. And he walks off the stage. And Letterman looks at the camera and says, and this was the shot for Warren Littlefield at NBC. He says... That's odd. I didn't think you could use intellectual property and NBC in the same sentence. Oh,
3: wow. Mm
1: -hmm. And it was, but it was funny and it was truly funny. And you looked at the balance and you looked at what Leno was doing and what Letterman was doing, and it wasn't political slap on parade. And I think. They've lost that. I think now media is in a bubble and they've lost it.
0: I think something that you said that I want to highlight and, and go deeper on is the writers. So who are the writers?
1: Conan so O'Brien was that writer, by the way.
0: Yeah, at one point.
1: On the late show SNL. with David Letterman.
0: Yep. Um, but it, who are the writers? Well, if you talk about, you know, 10 to 1 Liberal professors to conservative professors at school. So, if you go to school or if you're in the media, entertainment, writing, uh, performing, liberal arts, (laughs) liberal arts part of the school, you tend to be more liberal. So, now just using basic numbers, let's say there's 10 applicants and nine of them lean liberal, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I, you did comedy. How many are more conservative versus liberal in com- in comedy? Comedy is a lot more 80 like, 90%. 90, yes. Yeah, 100. So that's the candidates, that that's the pool of talent. So that's what they're going to start writing to. So, I mean, who's doing all the writing? The Jews. I mean, they're doing <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's Cancel li- t- Adam! typically more liberal yeah. uh minded people and that's who's writing these jokes. So it, I, I think you're absolutely spot on. It's okay, not, let's they, go to the they're next reading story. talking points
2: 100%, from onward. Let, let's go to the next story. Let's go to the next story with Microsoft GPT. Tom, uh, they originally put a billion into it. Now they're going to ten billion. <laughs> let's read this article here that we have. So Microsoft reportedly plans to invest ten billion dollars to creator of a buzzy AI tool, ChatGPT. This is an NBC NBC News story. Um, A uh, uh, startup behind the popular AI tool, ChatGBT, as part of a funding round that would value uh, OpenAI at $29 billion, according to reports. The deal would give Microsoft a 75% share of OpenAI profits until it recoups its investment, after which the company would assume a 49% stake in OpenAI. Damn! Hmm. Like 49%? The reports uh, state that the deal has not been finalized yet and that the plan was to close the deal by the end of 2022. OpenAI, ChatGPT, is a natural language processing model which can generate next that appears to be written by a human. It is widely used to be developing code and writing essays. This bet on ChatGPT may help Microsoft in its web search efforts. Tom.
1: Microsoft is a genius. Um, and you, t- you look back. Once upon a time, Apple was struggling. And Steve Jobs calls Bill Gates and says, listen, Apple's going to go bankrupt, but we need your help. Uh, we need, and Gates came up with $150 million and it was on the cover of Time Magazine, Steve Jobs on the phone that says, thank you, Bill. The world is a better place because Apple and uh, Microsoft can coexist. Microsoft sold that a couple years later for $550 million. Had they held that until Apple peak last February, you know what that would have been worth? Mm-hmm. 122. million billion dollars.
2: If they would have held it. If they would have held it.
1: And by the way, they thought they had made bank. Hey, we we gave Apple 150. We just got 550 back half a billion. Wahoo. Microsoft is really smart about this stuff. And you notice they're holding it at 49%. And by the way, they've already invested a billion in this. They know what they're doing. um, And they're on top of it. And they're going to make money on this. Remember, um, do you remember something called Encarta? It's funny. Do you know what that is, Encarta? Encarta was a CD. It's like a little DVD CD, and it was an unbelievable dictionary. It was like four times the content of the set of World Book Encyclopedias, if anybody remembers what those were. And... That was what Microsoft believed was—there it is—1995 <laughs> was going was an information resource for your computer. And remember, Microsoft said, you know, this Internet thing is probably going to come and go because they saw it like Prodigy or AOL. So they were wrong about that. Since that moment, Microsoft has not been wrong. These guys are going to make money on this, and this is a really smart move. And you go back and look at what they did with Apple. They're a kingmaker. There Do you think a-
2: OpenAI has what it takes to be a trillion-dollar company?
1: You mean another trillion-dollar yeah. company?
2: Do you are think you- it has a shot at being a trillion-dollar company in 10 years? Absolutely. Okay, so that's a half-a-billion-dollar valuation added to Microsoft.
1: Per- yeah, at least. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, four forty-nine percent is is you're talking about— You mean half a trillion. Half a trillion. Yeah. What did I say?
1: Uh, you said a half—
2: Half a billion. A half a billion is nothing. It's a half right, a right. trillion dollars. Yeah, this what? is another yeah, five hundred. Yeah, sorry, million. half a trillion dollars. Yeah, no, five hundred billion dollars added to valuation. Gotcha. Yeah, that's another half a billion on the Microsoft stock price. I am surprised others are not going in. This every once in a while you get some kind of a company that comes along like this that you can you're seeing the results of what it's capable of doing. We're not talking about FTX. You know, we're talking about. Uh, you can sit there. You know what the biggest complaint is? Uh, yesterday I posted a video about. What is ChatGBT and who's behind it? Mm -hmm. You know what's the most common tweet I got back from people? Here's the most common response. Stop talking about ChatGBT. I use it daily, and every time you guys talk about it, the website crashes. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You shot that? Did it go out yet?
2: What do you mean? Did The video Video went out yesterday. Okay,
0: I want to watch that because here's the question I have. Uh, Generally, sometimes it's better to ask questions. I mean, I don't know much about this. Why are people using it? Because my assumption, at least initially, is, hey, I'm a 20-year-old college kid. Time to write that essay. Uh, Thanks, chat GBT. So Why why are people yes, using it? Why, like, what are they using it for? I, I'm not doubting why someone would use it. Adam, you can, you, what are the reasons you can, you they're you using ready it? Ready for
3: this? And this is off school. Right they're using now, it for Right everything. now, I, I could say this. Facts. Go on it right now. Yeah, right Go now, on I, it right I could now. say this. I need a I need a sketch shot Friday. I need some ideas. I just put in their little search thing. Come up with okay. 50 <laughs> sketch ideas. That's yeah. so what so it says. Chat is
2: at capacity right now. We <laughs> can't even get in. That's how many people are trying so, to get off. So yeah, that's that, how many Adam, college kids Adam, are trying to get cheated. their essays is, written it's, for it's them. Adam,
3: he's talking. It's cheat. It's cheat. It's basically doing all the work for you, so you don't have to. It's basically make. It's it's the robots doing all the work. And I mean, then you could take it's it's. Uh, I don't know, bro. So
2: so writing papers, sketches, papers sketches, having writing, sketch having this you, I do I the could, work for is, you. So for example, I'll give yeah. you I'll give you uh, I'll give you an idea. So let's just say you're about to interview. Uh elon musk or you're about to interview you heard about that it's coming up you're about to (laughs) interview whoever let's just say you're interviewing somebody you're looking forward to you say uh, uh, give me 10 questions no one no one's ever asked elon musk in an interview it'll give 10 questions and make it original too (sighs) okay hey give me uh, uh, it can now write code oh my god it can write code it can make rap songs it can make Mm -hmm. real it can make I mean, it's the capability. And by the way, this is 1.0. Yeah. This is not 2.0, 3.0, 5.0. Not at all. This is 1.0. Go ahead, Tom. I'll ask one quick question. The usage
1: of this thing is so spread wide. It is like the internet for AI. If you think of it that way, it's that big. When do you think they will have, on a trailing 12-month basis... A billion dollars in revenue, and I'll and I'll help you out. Your answer will be in in months. Wow! How many months until they will have a trailing billion dollars in revenue? Six months.
0: What are their revenue sources? Is it advertising? Because is, is this open to the public? How do you, how do they make money?
1: Usage is the the answer. The answer is seventeen months. Before the end of 2024, they will be running a billion-dollar revenue company, not valuation because a VC thought, "Oh, I'll give you your unicorn valuation." Revenue, okay. And GPT four, there, there we go. GPT four, there it is, is is coming, and that's just going to accelerate it further. And GPT four, by the way, Thiel is. Putting a billion dollars on here. The Palantir guys. Uh,
2: are they public yet, Tom? Palantir they, guys? Palantir. Yeah. They pub- sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Uh, so yeah. But
1: what, what how are they
0: driving
2: revenue? Is it all Oh uh, it's gonna be it's seven ninety-nine a week? I believe it's gonna be seven. Can you look to see how much it's gonna be per yeah, week? So you it, have c- to pay for to yeah. use it? Uh, this yeah. this it's is- a
1: plug-in license. That's basically the, the way it works. Plug into what? Whatever you want. What are you plugging into? You can plug it into a term paper website and so you and I run a term paper website. People can go in and build term paper. We pay a plug-in licensing fee every time mm, it's used, and wow. we so
0: there's a subscription model built into it.
1: Correct. Uh, and
0: but is that the, how they're going to make the majority of their of their revenue, or is it going to be spo- like sponsors, advertising, that kind of stuff, ad revenue? I I, um,
1: I think it's D, all of the above.
0: And because like right now, Adam, you, you yeah. could go in and it'll
3: print something that's only like two or three pages for you, yeah. or like a page. You have to pay to get the full. You
0: know what I mean? Gotcha. By the way, when did this launch? A month Recent. or two ago? How
2: November. Happened? November. November.
0: November. Wow!
2: It launched at, in six. It's the fastest ever to get to f- a million users. How do five th- days. How do
3: you think Rob got all this? You think yeah. Rob did this on the <laughs> <head>? podcast? <laughs> Rob, Rob didn't do. Yes. This. Rob didn't even do oh, this. By, by the way, by Eminem. the way, give me a
2: podcast out. With, here's what people don't even know. This is why Greg Gutfield's beating everybody. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's who's writing <laughs> this monologue. Writers. <laughs> You that's just call back, it baby. out. There that's in go. comedy. That's a, good one. <laughs> it's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's skip to the next story here. We figured if you if can get into chat GBT, put a nickel in it. You're going to make some money on it. Jerome Powell. A nickel. Jerome Powell warns Federal Reserve should not take climate change, uh, should not tackle climate change and social issues as he slaps down woke colleagues. Ooh, ooh, that's not good to do that uh, in that space. All right, let's see what he says here. <clears throat> Uh, What page are we on? It's supposed to be seven. There you go. Okay. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell cautioned that the Fed must uh, resist the temptation to tackle social issues such as climate change, saying that taking on new goals such as climate or social policy without a clear statutory mandate would undermine the case for the Fed's independence. Powell emphasized that the Fed's regulatory powers give it a narrow role to ensure financial institutions appropriately manage the risks- they face from climate change, but it should not be a climate policymaker. He also stated that decisions about policies to directly address climate change should be made by the elected branches of the government and must uh, reflect the public's will as expressed through elections. What are your thoughts? By the way, tomorrow Vivek, who's going to be on, he wrote the book uh, Woke and a couple other books uh, on this topic. One other book on this topic. He'll be here. ESG. So, so what? Tom is the is what he's really saying is. ESG can apply to corporations, but not to the Federal Reserve. Let us do our part. Don't judge us with our ESG score. Or is he just saying, let's not get the two confused. Let's run a business here.
1: Yeah, I think what he's talking about is independence. He's he's saying, listen, without a clear mandate, you're going to undermine our independence. We're supposed to independently look all over the economy, all over legislation and everything, and saying, where should interest rates, discount rates, and these other things be? We're supposed to be independent on that. Now you're saying that rates and other things would move and bank, overnight banking rates would, would change if they want to penalize institutions or industries? No. I, I, I'm with Powell here. It's like, all right, I know everybody wants to do— and by the way, World Economic Forum— Tomorrow they're getting together in Davos. You know, it's coming up. Listen, most of the climate change thing is income redistribution. If you take a look, at what's really going on there. And all he's saying is, hey, we're, we're supposed to be independent, fueling the economy with everything that's in that. Leave us alone and do this because unless there's a mandate to do this, you elected guys do it. You program guys do it. You tax guys do it. And I think that's all he's saying, and I think he's right.
0: I just want to say one thing about Jerome Powell and just to I'm going to I'm going to reiterate this and reiterate this. Jerome Powell is the most important person in America today.
3: Yeah, you said It's not yeah. Trump,
0: it's not Biden, it's not Elon Musk, it's not this person that like Jerome Powell as Jerome Powell goes, the country goes at this point. Everything that's going on with inflation and money printing and stimulus checks and everything. I mean, is there is there is there a person even on Jerome Powell's level right now, including the president of the United States? Is anybody even touching Jerome Powell's status as far as the most important American in the world right now?
2: Anybody? He, he's up there. He's up there with the amount of influence that he has. But what's your point with climate change?
0: I, don't, I have nothing about climate change. It's just the fact that that's the stance that he's taking is mm-hmm. is a very very
2: yeah. But this is about climate change. We know he's the most powerful. But guy, most people. We, but most people don't know that. But, is what I'm saying. But, but I understand that. So for for a guy this powerful. Mm-hmm. To say what he says about climate change, what's he saying to his peers? You know what it's like. It's kind of like when John Stewart went to his buddy and he says, "So, what do you think about the fact that the virus was leaked from mm-hmm. Wuhan lab?" Oh, wait, what do you mean? It was not a bat. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a bat. When's the last time he saw a bat? So, so mm-hmm. Jerome Powell is essentially calling out his peers the same way Bill Maher is calling out his own side. Correct. It's the same way Stephen A. Smith is calling out his own side. It is a very tough position to be in, because when you get invited to those parties, which Jerome Powell is going to be at, people are going to go up to him and they're going to say, why would you make those kind of comments? You know how much progress we were making with climate change? And then you say something like that, and you know the media on the op- opposite side, our enemies, going to pick it up. We have to stay united. You can't say something like that. Mm-hmm. So for a guy like that to say that, you know, it, it, it just comes across as there is at least somebody with logic. That is thinking the way that Jerome Powell is thinking. And
0: By the way. Don't forget who nominated Jerome Powell. It was Trump. Biden yeah. kept him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, here you have someone that's politically ag- agnostic.
2: And, and, and seven as it years like he worked for David, David Rubinstein. <clears throat> Our good yeah. friend. Yeah. Seven years. Wow. Yeah, he worked for yeah. David Rubenstein. So so, yeah,
1: and he's saying this on the eve of Davos, which is coming up yeah. over the next seven. years. That's what I'm
2: saying. For him to say that that with the timing of it—
1: I think he's given the other Fed Board of Governors also air cover. He's given them air cover. So from the top, he's saying, we're not going to get involved in this and doing it. So he would be giving someone like, let's say, I'm on the board at, in St. Louis, the Fed in St. Louis. He's giving me some air cover because the boss is saying, hey, we're going to worry about fiscal policy, and you get elected officials, everybody else— they are flying your um, highly pollutant private jets into Davos at this very moment. You guys can talk about global warming.
0: Right. And Tom, yeah. think of just. Speak, He's given me air cover. You, yeah. You, you'll know this. I mean, what is the purpose of the Fed? It's there to, you know, t- stamp down inflation, uh, price of goods, unemployment, keep the, uh, sup- the money supply. It has nothing to do with social issues or. Um, esg or anything like that so that just that, that just do your job mm-hmm. and right. that's his job
1: independently turn the knobs that help the economy for everyone
0: right so respect to, to to powell good to see he's coming out and saying these type of things is what i'm
2: saying because his, his voice carries we need a lot more of, weight. of this okay so here's another story as white collar layoffs rise blue collar resilience Faces test in 2023. This is a Wall Street Journal story. No page? So uh, page six, bottom. White-collar layoffs are starting to rise, and it's uncertain if this trend will spread the blue-collar industries as interest rates increase. According to Labor Department data, average layoffs in the finance and insurance, uh, 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 insurance industry went from September to November nearly doubled from a year earlier. Job cuts in real estate, leasing, brokerage, and information also increased by 20%. And 14% over the same period. However, manufacturers, leisure and hospitality and retail sectors laid off fewer workers in the three months through November compared to a year ago. Blue-collar sectors are less affected by interest rates, but if demand softens, they might hesitate to fire frontline workers. They struggle to hire and retain during the pandemic, Tom, is there anything to this story we need to be paying attention to?
1: Yes, there is. Uh, we were talking yesterday on the podcast. No, day before I said on the podcast, we talked about all the stats and the credit card. And you talked about it's just a matter of time. It's a ticking bomb. You're just kicking the can down the road. First of all, we have to remember things in America are mostly manufactured in China and offshore. But the manufacturing we do have in America, if those consumers slow down, Blue, I so I agree with the headline. Blue collar resilience faces a test, and the resilience is going to be the resilience in consumer spending and whether they're buying things that are made here in America. And if they're not, so a lot of those blue collar folks are, are going to have um, some challenges. There's layoffs going all over the place. You saw Google laid off 15% in three different uh, divisions. Uh, CFO Ruth Porat, really, really sharp, she's out there. Uh, what Google calls other bets. Laying off, laying off, laying off. And that's all because of demand. And she's saying it's demand based. They're not seeing the demand for the other bets that Google's making. So if credit cards and other things start reducing demand for physical things, because Google's IT, then yeah, I think blue collar halfway through this year, if it's a real recession, I think we should be seeing some of that, and I, I don't look forward to it. It's going to hurt core America.
0: I'll, I'll add to that. Tom, you know, likes to give them more macro perspective. I'll give more of the the micro perspective of how that affects you as your life. Well, I'll, I'm going to channel my inner Warren Buffett. You know, the the one way to be recession proof or inflation proof is to be the best at your job. So we talked about which teachers should get raises and which teachers should be fired. And you think that you should fire the bottom. There's
2: no question about it. No
0: question. Yeah. So if you suck at your job, (laughs) you're probably going to get fired. But if you're great at your job, you're probably going to keep your job. You're probably going to get a raise. And God forbid your company has layoffs. There's just going to be a job waiting for you. So at the end of the day, this comes down to personal responsibility, personal accountability, personal finance. Yeah. If you're the shit at your job, yeah. not shitty at your job, you're going to have a job forever. Yeah. If you suck, good riddance. Get on and, that and chat, maybe, chat AI and start using
1: the shit out of it <laughs> yeah, right now. Exactly. Right turn Term it. papers for people. Right. Term um, be yeah. the local genius. This yeah. is wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> But I think also there's something what Adam said is, you know what, maybe take it easy on discretionary spending, first half of the year. Maybe take it save, easy, that money, yes. save that money. Save that money, save extra few dollars, and see how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see those maps, those, they call them the spaghetti maps, with all the possible tracks of a hurricane that's coming toward Florida or the Gulf Coast, right? Yeah. throughout America. You should be thinking of that. Like, you don't know where it's going to hit, but yeah. at some point this year, there's going to be a storm. What do you do? Make sure you've got your coat. Make sure you Kind of ease up on the discretionary spending a little bit, and just and just be ready for whatever whatever it brings. And if it's an easy year, buy yourself a little extra at the holidays.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of right now. I'm sorry. I went, I'm going. Remember, there was a hurricane coming to hit like Florida, yeah. and then there was like spaghetti maps, and then Trump like drew in like marker <laughs> or crayon, like it could also go here. Yeah, it's like uh
1: yeah. Trump. <laughs> he just
2: started drawing it. Yeah, I, know, I
1: remember like, this. He completely just like I. Hope Hope everybody heard Adam's <laughs> point in my follow up. Yeah, maybe be prudent this year. Yeah, look yeah. out for yourself, and then if the year doesn't turn out that bad, get yourself yeah. a little something nice. Later Ultimately, this year. what I'm
0: saying is, if there's a wall there, you know, just find a way to get, get over get the wall it. and just yeah. get around that wall. That's buddy. so funny. And draw yourself an extra little uh, spaghetti cone over there.
2: All right, let's do let's do uh, another story here with Bill Cosby, and then I want to go into the uh, decas- declassified documents uh, with uh, President Biden. If you want to go to page ten. Uh, if we go to page 10 here. By the way, what we may do is to have the audience follow with us. We may give the PDF for people to be able to follow with us as oh, well. Let's be smart. Mm-hmm. Something to, uh, to be thinking about. Okay. So, Bill Cosby victims slam his plan to tour this year. Victims of Bill Cosby have expressed their anger at the comedian's plan for a comeback tour after his sexual assault conviction was overturned in 2021. Andrew Constant, who whose testimony played a crucial role in Cosby's 2018 uh, conviction, said that if anybody deserves a comeback comeback tour, it's the woman he traumatized and abused. Other victims echoed the similar sentiments, expressing their belief that Cosby's reputation is damaged beyond uh, repair and that he will continue to face protests and negative reactions from audiences. Cosby has been accused of sexual assaults by around 45 women and spent three years in prison for the crime. So, good idea, bad idea. I mean, all I think about... Is that first show, if, if you, if I, I'm willing to bet most people would go to the show just to see who's showing up. 100%. To see how they're going to react for this guy having the audacity to do this. So is he doing it for money? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think he's got money. Is he doing it because he wants to go set the record straight? Bad way of doing it. What, what do you think about the idea of him, I, him going I, on the t- 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 score?
3: <sighs> I mean, I think, think about it. How old, how old is he? He's falling apart. One of his eyes stopped working. Probably 80-something years old, I'm guessing. Dude, how old is Bill Cosby? I'm going to say 85. What, 85? 85 years old, right? Pat, either he just doesn't want to be home. Yeah,
1: he's hours from being an organ donor. Yeah,
3: there's (laughs) two ways. Either he just does not want to be home with, you know, doesn't want to deal with that, or he genuinely loves comedy, which I heard. I I watched The Comedian, which is an old thing with Jerry Seinfeld and uh, Orny Adams, and they went to go see uh, Bill Cosby in the theater. Day shows, packed, sold out, and he would do Rob, I think, two and a half hours and just sit there and people would come. I think he's doing it. Him, personally, he's doing it because he just, bro, he's a comedian and he's been locked up and he's been away. Think about what his first joke is going to be. Think about the first thing that's gonna come out of his mouth. So I just flew
0: in from Dallas. <laughs> Who <What> am I? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I, th-
3: I think I just t- flew in from gonna, jail.
1: Who's gonna sell the tickets to this thing? This is I the, mean, this is the put you to sleep tour sponsored by Rufy. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. what are, what are we?
3: That's a sponsor. I, I, I'm. I, this is a very, very I, weird situation. And there's another comedian that just had a, a YouTube video come out about him. Okay. I'm not gonna say any names. That just Bill Cosby's some net dates. worth, by the way? They started dancing some, uh, canceling some dates from this other comedian that had a, a, a documentary come out about him that's it's not good. But I mean, you people, if you have fans
0: some people, some fans
3: don't care. Mm, It'd be interesting.
0: Tom brought up a good point. Who's going to sell tickets to this? Like, Andrew Tate got deplatformed for misogynistic comments from PayPal, from Stripe. He couldn't actually receive income. But this guy was convicted of raping women. He's going to go out on tour. Is Ticketmaster going to be the one that's going to sell those tickets and back that? Well, you got the venue, too.
1: I mean, and hotels... You know, um, Native Americans running the uh, regional casinos that are very, very popular, Choctaw Casino and things like that. Which one of those is going to put their brand up, Pat, and allow to put Bill Cosby's name on the big sign in front of their brand? MGM presents Bill Cosby. You know, yeah, I I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't see any major brands distancing, them, uh, uh, acknowledging him and wanting to promote this guy. I just don't see it. Who's going to put their name on uh, an 85 year old guy? You're going to attach your your wagon to this guy, yeah. at the tail end of his career when he's trying to like clean up his legacy. You're yeah. like, all right. And I guarantee you HBO that?
3: now presents Bill Cosby. Hell no! I will guarantee you guys too; it'll sell out like that.
0: I don't watch. know who the hell's what? going to. See?
2: You're gonna dude. There's a demand. Oh, I don't. do Kind of like a train gonna, wreck.
0: Everyone was. Uh, I don't wreck.
2: No, no, I don't think it's gonna. It's like the same reason people can cannot wait to go watch chris rock's show the first time he's going to talk about what he's going to talk about you know did you guys see eddie murphy's speech this week when he won and he says hey 46 years i've been an actor i've been in the entertainment business 46 years 41 years acting this is the first time i'm winning this and he says there's three things i learned in my career mind your own business pay your own taxes and keep will smith's wife out (laughs) of (laughs) it yeah he was
3: brilliant what did eddie murphy win
2: I don't know what he won, but he won uh, for this one show. And a very, very uh, interesting, different kind of an Eddie Murphy you're seeing nowadays. But but for me with this, it's more about him. Why is he doing it at 85? Okay. Uh, why would you do it? What's your motive of wanting to do it? You really think people going to uh, – 45 women – they're saying one or two or three. You're talking about 45 of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You think that's – people going to be like, oh, you're forgiven. We'll move on. I don't think I, so. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't
3: think that. so, but uh, Pat, think
2: of, he can't leave his – think about
3: it. He can't leave his house because wherever he goes, there's going to yeah. be – so maybe that's, that's his only literally outlet to just get the hell out and sit in a room where people like him so he could tell – I mean, what are you gonna talk about? I don't even get it. He's got a lot to talk about. Man, I, I prison. Think, I three think, years of prison. I
0: think he's just trying to clean up his legacy. Uh, that's, uh, that's uncleanable. But forty five women. Well, okay, forty five so, okay, that we know. Can I can I ask the the, the, the panel some yeah. questions? I wanna give you some names. You tell me the likelihood that they're guilty or not. Go. Can ahead. we just do this? I'll be on my opinion. Okay. go. OJ. Guilty. Hundred percent. Hundred. So OJ, OJ killed two people straight up, and he's walking around he lost looking
1: for the killer Hold still.
0: Adam, not to cut you off. He, okay. wrote, he, wrote, he tried to release a book that said, I didn't do it, but if I did, this
3: is how Here's I, I would have it. It was only done.
1: because I loved her very much. Remember <laughs> yeah, that?
2: Right. Yeah.
0: So was, you're at 100% OJ? <laughs> OJ. OJ? OJ. OJ. Okay. OJ. So, so Cosby. How, how, 100% guilty. He's, he's he drugging was, girls. Not a even a question, right? Not even a question. He was guilty. Okay. Harvey Weinstein. Guilty. Guilty
1: on two counts. He did all this, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Uh Mrs. Tate, Weinstein needs to be in
3: prison. I don't, I'm kind of on the, I don't know. 50 I don't know. 50,
0: 50. 50. 50 50. 50 50. I don't know. But uh, back to Cosby. We're all in agreement that OJ, Cosby, and Weinstein are guilty AF. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just putting that out there that we, we're acknowledging the fact that they are guilty. Less yeah. 100%. Meanwhile, OJ's still out there. Yeah. Killing it, yeah, but um, bump. So we'll see what this guy Cosby has going on. But it is. I, if I think Tom ha- nailed it, what uh, revenue? I'm sorry, what um, location sponsor, Ticketmaster, any any of those a big difference conglomerates? They're going to promote there, this. There, there, I don't get any of it. There's a big
2: difference between those three and Tate. Those three were found guilty, convicted. Mm-hmm. Tate's still going through, so you can't even put him in that category. Maybe you could put Michael Jackson. In that category, yeah, maybe you yeah. can put Kevin Spacey oh, in that category. You can't put 60, some people that are going through it right no, now. That's but, why I give Tate. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, I don't but,
1: put Tate in that category, but, but, and I but, also but, look at it. But going we're trusting Romanian courts. Yeah. Here?
2: yeah. <laughs> but going going through this, going through this with uh, uh, with uh, Bill Cosby, I, I I don't know. I'm more I'm more talking about. You're literally not going to win people over with this. You're not. Your legacy, you know, Dana White. You know, the video came out, TMZ, and his wife hits him, and then he slaps her back. And then the next day, he's on TMZ. He says, for 15 years or for 20 years, I've been telling fighters, never lay your hands on a girl. Never lay hands on da-da-da. And here I'm the idiot sitting here having to explain myself with TMZ. He's in a press conference, and they're asking him. I don't know if you can find the words. I don't know if we can play the video. We can't play the video, but his words. He says, what do you want me to do? Okay, let's talk I, about it. I, I Rob, if you want to turn off your mic. What do, you want, what do you want to do? You want me to take time off to think about this, of my decision? I already know it was a bad decision. Yeah. What do you want me to do? You want me to take a moment and reflect? Reflect for what? You want me to take time off this? He says, what about if in 2016, what he's trying to say is when the company sold, I could have taken the time off. I don't need to do this anymore. I could have been done. Okay, what should the repercussions be? I take 30 days off. How does that hurt me? I told you guys as we were going through COVID-19 pandemic, COVID could last 10 years. And I could sit sit it out. It's much like COVID. Actually, me leaving hurts the company, hurts my employees, hurts the fighters. Doesn't hurt me. I could have left in 2016 when the company was acquired by Endeavor. Do I need to reflect? I've been against this. I've owned this. I'm telling you that I'm wrong. Here's my punishment. I have to walk around for however long I live. This is the point I wanted to make, what he said here. Here's my punishment. I have to walk around for however long I live, and this is how I'm labeled now. My other punishment is that I'm sure a lot of people, whether it be in the media, fighters, friends, acquaintances, who had respect for me might not have that respect for me now. There's a lot of things I have to deal with for the rest of my life that's way more punishment than what I take a 30- or 60-day absence of. What he just said, Mm -hmm. by the way, when he's talking, if you've not seen this clip, you can tell he's getting choked up, mm-hmm. he, he's not going to show his emotions because you can tell he knows he messed up, right? Mm-hmm. But the angle he took is, listen, this is for me forever. How long do you think this is going to stay with Dana? Forever. Forever. How long do you think it's going to stay with, uh, um, with, uh, with uh, 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 Cosby?
0: Forever. Cosby. Forever. Do you think Beyond he that. can do
2: anything no. that he'll be forgiven for? No. No. Nope. This is permanent, okay? If I were to ask you right now, watch this. I'm going to give you names. Tell me what's going to be with them till their deathbed. You ready? Go ahead. Clinton, Monica Lew- Lewinsky. Blow, look what's the, the first cigar. thing you said. Cigar. Look what Blow you said. That's it. All right, we can uh, give Man, me. I love them things. If you say him, boom. <laughs> if you can go to Marlon Brando.
3: Uh, Marlon Brando. Sh- I Godfather. My, uh, no, no, he, he just uh, he was a
2: pr- he was a prick on set and James Dean. It's a whole different story, right? Yeah, that's a complete different story. Now, if you don't know the story, go look up the story between James Dean and Marlon Brando. If I give you Kevin Spacey, if I give you Mike, if I give you any president, I give you Bush. Second one. What are you going to think? Nine eleven. War. War. Do you? If I give you John F. Kennedy, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Assassination. What else does it come to mind?
1: Cuban Missile. Vietnam. What else comes to mind? Vietnam. Marilyn Monroe. What else Vietnam comes what to you mind? You.
2: Listen. Can do for there are you. certain things that we, as human beings, are going to do that's permanent, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And trying to convince everybody how great of a human being you are is not helping. And it really sucks. But just at, the way you live. Yeah, you screwed up. Yeah. And, and it, you got to live with it. That, it just
3: sucks. All that you could do, you could be the greatest, w- anything, whatever. Yeah. Takes one, one little, like, like, oh, like, like that joke. I, I think I told you guys that joke. The, you the, you the, build a the, thousand the, bridges. The, the Scottish guy. That's like, he's in the bar. one goat. Right? Yeah. He's, yeah. That's the joke. He's like, he's fuck. in the bar and the guy's like, why, why the long face? He's like, you see that. You know, let him tell the joke. You know, Why are you taking the, said joke the joke? Twelve the, times from the, on I'm the not, podcast. Go ahead. I never said the joke. It's over. But anyway, my point yeah. being, you're talking about you could, a goat I'm fucker. I'm saying no. I'm, what I'm saying is, you could do anything in this life, like. Blah. Bill Clinton, great, really, really good president. You're right?
2: doing to him what We're, Tom is doing to yeah. you. I can't wow. listen. That. I'm I'm glad glad I can't. I can't work under that. these why conditions. I'm glad man. Be, I just I'm can't. Glad but, that. But, uh, but, but here's the point. It, it
3: takes one. Th- you all oh, you could do it whatever. Takes one goat. One goat, or one, one goat. cigar, or yeah. one. thing about it, yeah. and then that's your legacy. He, but I do. I, I, I respect manning up right off the bat and not letting the system say this is what we do. Dana's a leader.
2: Dana's a G, bro. That's why Dana's a leader. Dana man's up, handles it. And then says, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Take 30 days off? Take 60 days off? Take what? What do you want me to do here, right? Uh, versus, you know, you hear certain people like, well, let me tell you, I'm this. And I'm, let me tell you, it's the matrix. Let me tell you, it's this. I'm, no, man, just like, what position do you want to take? This is sounding like no victim on the way this guy handled it. Mm-hmm. Dana, the way he's handling this sounds like a, I would up, I'm not a victim. Don't feel bad for me. My life's going to suck. Because of this decision that I made, my kids are always in arguments. Because, well, you did this, Dad. How can you tell me you're being a hypocrite? He's gonna, he knows this. This is permanent. FYI, yeah. what, what this does is, it, it, this isn't about, you know, you know how they say to success, there's levels to success. So let's talk about levels to success. What are levels to success, okay? Levels of success is you were a high school freaking superstar. Shit. You got records in your high school. Damn it, when you go back, it's like mm. Al Bundy, you Al know my Bundy. records. Four touchdowns, poke high. Yeah. Man, you guys should go back and look at my records Hell in yeah. high school oh, when man. I play basketball. Mm. My my uh, uh, The only stats you'll see with records with me is elbows. The other day, my coach <laughs> called me from, uh, uh, he called me, we're having a conversation together with this guy from New Century City Basketball Association when I was playing at Equa Park. He says, uh, do you remember when we lost by 100 points? I said, do I remember? <laughs> My dad's kept the trophy since 14 years old. <laughs> of course I remember. It's the only sports trophy I got. I wasn't an athlete like the two of you guys. Yeah. He, by the way, just so you know, these two guys were superstars. You go out with Vinny. Vinny throws the ball, and the ball just keeps – it's still traveling, by the way. <laughs> makes it look like it's nothing. Adam throws Try the ball. It's like he woke up. <laughs> no problem, right? But, no, you know, there's levels to sports, you have the sharpest
0: elbows in all of there's Glendale. A, there's
2: levels to fighters. He, one guy, hey, do you see that guy was a great fighter? He punched one guy in the face. He fell for the rest of his life. He's a great fighter. It's one punch, okay? Mm-hmm. That guy's a great gambler. That guy's this. There's levels to success, and there's levels to F-ups. Mm-hmm. There's levels to F-ups, meaning Cosby's F-up is a level yeah. uh, <laughs> on its own. Yeah. Michael Jackson's F-up is pretty up there. OJ's. Is OJ? Yeah. It's OJ. up there, right? As big as Kevin Spacey is up there. Dana White is a bad f up. It ain't up there at the level of these guys. No, like you, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so there's levels to f up, to f up. You, you want to do whatever you can to have the massive f ups in life. It's a, it, those are the ones you want to avoid as much as possible because they are permanent. And no matter what you do, as much as we love redemption, we do love redemption. This is America. We're all about redemption. Certain f ups, it's uh, it's an asterisk that's right next to you. Exactly. You want to go into baseball hall of fame? You deserve to go. Like I believe Bonds belongs in a baseball hall of fame. You can put pre pre steroids, post steroids. Just m- m- you can say size of hat seven and a quarter. Yeah. Size of hat eight and a quarter. <laughs> I mean that's all you got to put. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but anyways, props to Dana on the way he handled it. That was a great. I think any, any major. PR firm that you're going through targeted by a media trying to defame you, which is going to happen as you get big. They do it to R- rogue and they do it to everybody. Rather than paying a half a million dollars to a PR firm in New York, just call Dana White. Yeah. yeah Dana, How should I handle this? Yeah. Be yeah. Or watch this handling of Dana White. It's yeah. a clinic he did.
0: I'll add one thing. Number one, this, he's giving a masterclass on accountability and leadership. You could, you, you could be accountable, and be a leader even when you fuck up. I think that's when you have to be held accountable. But you bring up a very good point. There's levels to effing up. A few weeks ago, a month ago, we had our friend, the Liver King, here. He's
1: like, I'm
0: like, like, relax, guy. You don't need to, like, you did steroids. Yeah. You didn't OJ and kill somebody, two people. You weren't raping and pillaging. I mean, I don't know what you do in your spare time, Liver King. I mean, you got that look. But all we know (laughs) is that you have done steroids. So, like, Put it in a little context. He's like, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. But he did lie to a lot of people. But uh, Cosby and uh, OJ, th- that that's a different level. Like, you're right, versus Tate or Liver King or whoever. That's d- different levels. All
2: right, so let's continue.